Welcome to another episode of the Blood Brothers Podcast with Ben Steiger and Eric Metz. In today's episode, we will discuss the role of the church, the bride of Christ, and the importance of loving it and not abandoning it. Good morning, Ben. Anything you want to share with us before we kick off the episode? Good morning. You know, every one of these episodes, you and I kind of discuss what we want to talk about, and what's kind of relevant during uh, the time that we're thinking about what it is the Holy Spirit wants us to, to consider. And this is a subject that uh, for some is sensitive, uh, but many, many uh, struggle with. You know, our, our vision of every man embracing the lifelong adventure of loving God completely, heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then revolutionizing the church from the inside out one man at a time, uh, it is not uh, obviously by chance, we feel like that is a specific vision that God has given us to come alongside our brothers and our sisters in the faith, in the church. You know, it goes on uh, in some of our, our videos and publications say, you know, we must not abandon the church uh, for we are the church, uh, you and I and our brothers and sisters. And I find so many individuals, uh, jumping here or jumping there, either jumping completely out of church or just church hopping. And I believe it's a subject that would do us a lot of good to kind of just chat about and hear, hear from you and from me as far as how the Lord is leading uh, many around us and what is the role of the church and how we should approach uh, different, different things that we encounter as individuals uh, in, in ourself, uh, in and through others, and uh, certainly yeah. from the Lord. So speaking of the role of the church, Ben, what would you say is the role of the church as we uh, follow the Lord as Christ followers? Overall, the role of the church is the hands and feet of Christ, right? You know, so we are Christ manifested to the world around us as the body of Christ, as the body of believers. And uh, you know, the church in itself, you know, without getting uh, deep, deep into theology, uh, you know, we we are the church. It's God's people who are the church. The hands and feet, Scripture tells us that we are the body and that we are to function as a body. Some are the hands, some are the feet, some are the neck and the head and the mouth. And we each have different roles. But uh, ultimately, for each of us as individuals, uh, the gathering of the church is to help us each grow in grace, to grow in our knowledge of truth, to come together into fellowship, and then to go and to do. And when I think about, uh, you know, the church, or, or when I go to church, you know, on Sunday, I so look forward to encountering God in a way that I normally don't encounter throughout the week through corporate uh, worship, uh, through truth being taught from scripture and then through the fellowship of coming together with my brothers and sisters, it's kind of like, you know, that huddle uh, on the football field at, at halftime or whenever it is where you're all out doing your thing, you're, you're playing your role, but then you come together in this huddle and it's this pump up uh, session, right? Where we all put our arms around each other and we, we cheer or whatever it is. Uh, and then we go back out uh into and do and do our job and uh so that's kind of how i i view yeah. uh, the church but how about you eric what's uh what do you feel like 
uh, not feel like, what do you believe yeah. is the purpose of the uh, church? Just like anything that we want to grow in, we need accountability and encouragement. And when you think of the church, I think of, we can't walk and follow Christ on our own by ourselves. It's just, it's, it's not sustainable. It's not, we're not going to grow to our potential. We're not going to understand and know God fully unless we experience him, experience him through other people, experience him with, you know, the spiritual gifts that people have been given to encourage and equip. And so I look at the role of the church as a, as a way of educating, equipping, and encouraging you in your faith and your walk. And you will, you will be stagnant. If you don't engage in the church, you will be, you will be declining in your growth. You will think more like the world. You will be tempted more to do the things that are harmful or hurtful to others. Like you just are going to spiral down just like you can spiral up with encouragement and growth from other people. You can spiral down if you aren't engaging in the church, engaging with other believers. And I love how you said it's the people. I can't say that enough. Like Jesus came and said that true worshipers, true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth. And it won't be on a certain mountain or a certain temple or a certain building, but it's definitely the people of God. You know, I, I think of, you know, Africa and how in some places over there, they meet literally under a tree and that's where their church is, is under a tree. They worship and praise God and minister to each other and build each other up and encourage each other. And I just think it's such a cool picture of what the core understanding of the body of Christ is, is the people of God getting together to encourage, equip and educate each other on the things of the Lord. So, and, and some scripture that comes to mind in this area yeah. is first Thessalonians yeah. five eleven, where it says, you know, the church is there to encourage and build each other up, you know, and in Hebrews ten twenty four it says to help keep us focused on love and doing it, what is right. And so just those focus areas to be able to point us in the right direction and lovingly correct us too. when we're off base. So the role of the church is a big deal. And definitely something that's uh, a passion of mine. Real quick, as another thought, it all starts with our relationship with God. Because when you think about it, the church is made up of a bunch of people who are humans. Humans are sinful. Humans struggle. Humans say stupid things. Humans do stupid things, hurtful things. So we have to remember that don't throw out the church. (laughs) Focus on Jesus, your relationship with him and practice forgiving and loving and being patient with those people that are in the church. And I'm, I know we're getting ahead of our conversation here a little bit, but uh, I'm super passionate about this because it's the relationship with Jesus is what creates the church. We, all of our individual relationships. And then when we get together, it's like a dynamic powerhouse of, of growth and development when we get together. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the church is a family, right? Uh, we become uh, connected you know, as brothers and sisters in Christ. And uh, you and I both know that family time can sometimes be messy, you know, and, and it's hard and it's difficult. And, uh, you know, somehow, uh, you know, we, we believe that uh, we can just, uh, if somebody offends us or hurts us or, or whatever, uh, we can just, you know, cross them out of our our life. And, uh, man, that's not God's intention. You know, 
inside of our, our physical blood family or our wife, our kids, our, or our brothers, sisters, mother, fathers, you know, we can't just choose to say you're, you're not my mother, my father, my brother, my sister, my son, my daughter. Uh, we are in a relationship for our entire life and we have to figure out ways to best come alongside each other without abandoning uh, each other. And I think that's the subject that I want to get into. You know, we must not, you know, abandon the church as so many have done and so many do, you know, but I'd like to dive in some to why we believe people do abandon, you know, the church or, you know, whatever, whatever word you want to use, people might be offended uh, if I were to say they abandoned uh, the church, stepped away from the church. And I don't want anybody to be offended because there's a lot yeah. of people that are hurt. And the reason that they're not going to church or they've stepped away from church or they leave a church and go to another church is because they've been wounded and uh, and they've been hurt. And uh, it's not our intent at all to, uh, to further that wound, but man, Lord will and help yeah. bring some healing to that and some understanding. Yeah. So. so so, what are some things and reasons that you've seen people leave or change churches or you know, stop going to church altogether? Well, nine times out of 10, uh, for me, it's been my experience, people leaving the church when they've been offended. Now, that offense can come from truth, uh, the Holy Spirit speaking and convicting and uh, those individuals embracing that as just uh, personal, uh, I, I don't know how, how, how to say it other than, I uh, mean, they, they take offense to the point where they don't want to deal with it. And so they, mm -hmm. they push away and conviction can do that. When we're convicted, we have a choice to run from uh, our father or to run to our father. But if we run to our father, that means we have to be willing to mm -hmm. change. And so uh, at the end of the day, a lot of people aren't willing to deal with uh, what they know they need to. And so they seek self over the father and over others. Uh, but oftentimes it comes from relationships inside of the church, friends, pastors, leaders, whatever, who have let them down. And they're associating that individual with God and with, with, with Jesus. And uh, instead of... Uh, you know, recognizing that they are just broken people, just like uh, that individual that offended them is a broken person, just like they're a broken person. Oftentimes they hold those people up to the standard that they don't hold themselves up to. And at the end of the day, uh, they get so hurt and frustrated and the enemy just plays in their mind and they identify the church around that individual instead of the church around Christ and obviously, when one does that, things are out of balance and no longer are you able to see truth uh, how I believe you could and should. Yeah. So, When you said that, I was thinking of the, the, I'm not sure if it's an analogy or just the story that Jesus said of about judging other people and like, let me get the speck out of your eye while I still have a plank in my own eye. And I think it was interesting how you said it, it, it blocks what mm, you can see. Right. And so if we get too critical or too judgmental or, or, you know, get this like almost mindset of they're 
wrong in the wrong i'm in the right there's nothing i could have done that was wrong then then it almost blocks your vision like a plank would you know so i think we have to be careful and check ourselves and say hey am i being too judgmental and critical of other people and i need to check my heart to make sure that i'm not i'm not being out of bounds and i'm not seeing things in the wrong light so um I do see a lot of preferences. I see a lot of um, yeah. personal preferences of why people switch, whether that's the the style of the preaching or the style of music or, you know, some of the smaller stuff, you know, some people will leave a lot of the relational stuff like you mentioned. Um, I also think uh, there's this now post-COVID online laziness that I think creeps in. It's easier to stay in your pajamas on Sunday morning and watch a sermon versus going and being in person. So not that watching a sermon is bad at home. I'm not saying that at all. I'm only saying when you're able to and you could attend in person, it's going to be way better because where two or more are gathered in my name, I'm there. And so Jesus is there. And so the Spirit's presence is there. There's more um, interaction with others, other believers. And so I would just challenge our listeners to to question, am I just taking the convenient route and staying at home and watching or to just a little push there? But also, you know, there are some doctrinal differences um, that come up. Uh, There was an instance in uh, North Carolina, a little short story for you, where was right after college, just got saved in college. I'm probably two to three year old Christian at this point. And uh, went to this, what seemed to be a great church, multicultural, everybody was excited, spirit-filled, people were loving and giving, and just, it felt like, wow, this is, like, amazing. Uh, And the people were great. I'm not saying anything for the people, but over time, we learned the leadership had more of a prosperity gospel message, you know, doing offerings two to three times a, a, a service, things like that that were starting to creep in and then some of the then we were noticing some of the doctrine things that were like what what's he teaching exactly and so we did end up leaving that in north carolina um that church and uh for doctrinal reasons and we tried to do it in the best way we could and we tried to talk to the pastor we tried to you know do the right thing and do our part in sharing why we were not going to attend there anymore but it didn't really go well and we were asked to leave. So <laughs> that, that was another red flag. So, uh, but there are reasons to leave sometimes and, and I don't want to dismiss that either. And so, uh, would definitely make, encourage you to check your heart and check your theology and check your doctrines and make sure you're talking to the leadership about things that may be doctrinal differences as well. So those are the things that I think of when, when, uh, I see some people moving and changing churches. So, Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. And that's some deep truth, but you know, oftentimes uh, individuals aren't considering uh, the depth. They aren't really considering where God's leading them and truth. And uh, yep. Uh, theological uh, differences or, or, you know, if a church uh, draws away from biblical truth that's definitely a reason to uh, consider leaving it's not an ultimate reason uh, to leave because god might have you there you know mm-hmm. to be the change you know which is why uh, you know our stance is we must not abandon you know the church because at some point uh, man a brother or sister needs to step up and needs to lead the way but as you said 
oftentimes uh, the, 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 the way that we do church here in the U.S., um, for many, and I'm not saying for, for every church, I'm not saying for every leader, but man, there is such a power structure uh, that when, when that leadership is put in question or is challenged, uh, they will push away that challenge. And oftentimes they won't step into it, and deeply consider it. And there's a lot of pride and arrogance that comes with leadership in any area uh, of our lives and any business uh, with any ministry. Uh, and man, we need to make sure that we're following leaders that, that are humbly leading truth, you know, an authentic way that they're willing to be uh, questioned in truth and love. But man, from a leader's perspective, that's really hard to take because there's many, many individuals that aren't coming out of humility and love and truth, uh, but they're coming out of being hurt. Well, he said this, he said that, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. And uh, they're basing their their decision and their stance off of uh, personal relationships and feelings. And, uh, something I wanted to do, Eric, real quick, uh, I, I Googled, you know, a few different uh, top 10, you know, what top 10 reasons why people are leaving the church. And I wanted to just run through this. I'm going to run through all 10 of this, of this one page from Lifeway Research. And then I just want to chat some, some about that. But uh, number one, they got out of the habit. And again, I'm just going to read them and we'll go back. Number two, they left after they graduated from high school. Three, they decided they didn't like the institutional church. Four, they were hurt at the church. Five, they say they couldn't find a church to meet their needs. Six, they had a need and felt the church didn't meet it. Seven, they never felt connected in the church. Eight, they did not give to the church. Nine, they left when their pastor left. 10, they moved and never went back to church. And so, Eric, you know, each of those are, are relevant, real reasons why people leave church, why people consider it. You know, many of those, uh, those points, you know, have been things that I have battled with uh, in my mind that the enemy uses at times. Some of them are legitimate. Uh, but when you hear that list, what uh, what comes to mind? What resonates the most as to why is is there a common theme with these as to why people are actually leaving in your mind? I think there's a misunderstanding of the purpose of church. That would be because you've got you know, people leaving because of moving. They get people leaving because of you know they don't like the institution. Uh, you know, different reasons that you mentioned. And if they understood that their personal growth and their life would be benefited by staying connected to the people, to Christ, Christ's body and the hands and feet of Christ and viewing other people as a community that they can grow and develop and become the best version of themselves, I think they wouldn't leave. I think they wouldn't be as tempted to leave in some of those instances that you listed because they see the benefit of it. And I think that's a challenge, I think, for all of us, me included. What is 
how can I be the healthiest version of the hands and feet of Christ to my other brothers and sisters? So that way we're almost changing the culture in, in some instances where it's more healthy, it's more encouraging, it's more focused on others. It's truly living in the purpose of being a part of the bride of Christ. And so purpose is kind of what comes to mind. What about you? What sticks out to you? Yeah. Uh, overwhelmingly to me, it is uh, one's personal relationship with Christ. And you said at the beginning of uh, this episode that, man, we need more Jesus. Uh, you know, when, yeah. whenever uh, we connect our faith and our link to the body uh, being mainly uh, based off of relationships and individuals, we're, we're missing it. You know, we can become very self-focused that church is about us. And yeah, it is about us, but it's also, and it's mainly dominantly about loving God and loving others. And if we come into it with, and we are part of the body, God, how do you want uh, to use me? And it really flips the table on how a lot of people view the church, their time at the church, their benefit uh, from the church. Uh, it really changes uh, one's perspective. And so when we align ourselves with the Father and man, we're just pursuing uh, Jesus, it really helps us to view uh, these, all these different, you know, every top 10 was a little bit different that I read, but all, all of them were very similar uh, in the fact that uh, a lot of people leave because, because of a me and my centric focus and not a focus on loving God, mm. loving others. Uh, they're, they're trying to find happiness, right? And we're not guaranteed happiness. Mm. Uh, we're not guaranteed that we're going to go to church every Sunday and just be happy and uh, feel a part of uh, the community. Uh, and that's not our calling to be happy. Our calling is to love God and love others. And I can tell you, Eric, there's a lot of unhappy times that come with sacrifice. And, you know, to follow Christ means that we're willing to abandon ourselves for the sake of the call, for the sake of our brothers and our sisters. And so I feel like a lot of people uh, leave the church because of a lack of relationship with Jesus Christ. And the relationship Mm -hmm. that they have, oftentimes, as a young person, it is their parents' faith. Uh, as an adult, it is just checking the box. It's doing the right thing. It's going to church. And so it's really easy to place uh, somebody in the position of Jesus, the pastor, a friend, a Bible study leader, wh- whatever it is in that position. And then when they hurt you, you identify uh, them as Jesus. And yes, we are all supposed to be representatives of Jesus, but man, we are all broken people. And the more we can be connected with the Father, obviously, the better. But I find that a lot of people that go to church, man, are not aligned with the Father, how they could be, how they should be. And some of them, not at all. They're just checking the box. And they truly need a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And, uh, as a brother, you know, in the church, uh, we need to be willing uh, to have those conversations with those that God has aligned us with inside of of our body of believers and uh, come alongside them and disciple them to maturity. And it might be 
that some people in our sphere really aren't saved themselves. Their parents went to church. They've gone to church their Mm -hmm. entire life. Uh, But a relationship with Jesus is something where uh, they've just been doing what they were supposed to do and never truly believing. And if you don't truly believe, you will never fully experience what Christ had. Well, you won't experience anything other than uh, just the things that logically uh, make sense. And uh, Jesus did not work uh, so much in the ways of logic. He worked in the ways of supernatural movement. And that, mm-hmm. when we experience Jesus, the Holy Spirit, in a supernatural way, uh, that is something that changes our life and causes us to put everything into a different perspective where it is about loving God uh, and loving others. Yep. And that different perspective you talk about reminded me of the two kingdom mindsets that we have and that we have to battle against the kingdom of God and how he has set things up and how he operates, how the church operates, how we are to follow him and how the kingdom of this world and American culture and, and how that operates. And I think we can get into a mindset of, well, I tithe and I give. So then they, my preferences should be met or my, I, my voice should be heard. And, and I, and I want to challenge that and say, we are we are to align ourselves with Christ. We are to align ourselves and follow him, take up our cross, serve and love and give selflessly and interact with other people in the body, equipping them, encouraging, using our gifts to to serve, love and give. Whereas the kingdom of the world and even American culture is it's me, myself and I, what can I get mm-hmm. from? And I think the give and the get uh, conflicts in our brain sometimes and it overlaps and like, well, I need to be getting something from this church in order to be truly invested or stay or whatever. And it's like, no, that's a get mentality. It's not a give mentality, which is what the kingdom of God is about is giving, serving, loving. And so just challenging your mindset and make sure you have a healthy mindset about serving and following the kingdom of God. So, yeah, yeah. Well, good. Well, anything else, uh, Ben, you want to share as we wrap things up? Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, uh, I was thinking about it this morning that I was thinking about our house and how uh, there's a mess here and a mess there. And it doesn't matter how many times we clean up that mess, inevitably it's going to get messy again. My garage is the number one place for Ben to make a mess, you know, come in, set something down. I'll deal with that later and over and over again. And before long, just have a pile of crap, you know, just, just a mess. And I was just considering that my relationship with Jesus, uh, it's no different. Like daily, I have to choose to clean it up. I have to choose to come to the father and to allow him to invade my space. And I had to choose to pursue Jesus and that relationship uh, with him. And in doing so, I mean, I clear up the mental, the spiritual, supernatural space in my mind to become everything that I could and should be in Christ. And I just want to encourage our listeners that church, uh, yes, it is all about uh, the Father. But because it's all about the Father, it's also all about you 
and his love for you, his desire to be connected with you. At the end of the day, our relationship with the Father is the most important gift that we as individuals have. And if we don't own that, and if we don't steward that well, uh, we are going to miss out in significant ways. And not only are we going to miss out, but those around us are going to miss out. And so I just want to encourage our listeners to get some, get, get more Jesus, right? get you, get you some more time with him, get more uh, relational with him. Uh, just spend some time in prayer. Father, just, uh, man, give me more of you and help me to, to move out the stuff that's preventing and hindering that and speak to my heart how you know I need it and help me be the church. I am the church. I'm a son and daughter of the king. Help me be the church to those around me on Sunday morning and during the week at home and in between. There you go. Yeah, that's well stated, man. Appreciate that. That's good. We'll end on that high note. That's a that's a good one. Well, that wraps us up today. Uh, if you want to connect with us or learn more about the Blood Brothers Ministry, please visit our show notes with links to our website, Instagram, and Facebook. We also encourage you to follow or subscribe to our show so you don't miss any of the episodes that are released. And then please share our show with someone that you think would be encouraged or challenged uh, by this and in their walk with the Lord. Uh, this podcast is an easy way. It's a it's a evangelistic tool. It can also be a, a, just an encouragement tool to help influence those in your life and help them grow in their faith walk with the Lord. And lastly, we just appreciate if you took a minute to rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to it. It helps support our ministry to the men and, and women who listen and uh, get the word out. So with that, thanks for listening and have a great day.